beauty for brokenness, hope for despair, Lord in the suffering. This is our prayer. Bread for the children, justice, joy, peace, sunrise to sunset, your kingdom increase. Refuge from cruel wars, havens from fear, cities for sanctuary, freedoms to share. Peace to the killing fields, scorched earth to green. Christ for the bitterness, his cross for the pain. Lord, end our madness, carelessness, greed. Make us content with the things that we need. Lighten our darkness, breathe on our flame, until your justice burns brightly again. Light changes everything. Uh, this past week, I was trying to pray through and discern what God wanted me to share with you, and this is a pretty normal routine for me. I kind of get down on my knees, and I'm like, Lord, what do, you, what do you want me to say? And that's a normal routine for most pastors, because we know that you don't come to church to hear from us. We know that you don't want to hear what the pastor has to say. What you really want is you want to hear from God. And you want to hear what he has to say. So we have to go through this process of trying to discern what God is telling us to share with you because that's what he's prepared for you to hear. And truthfully, I had been working on that question for several weeks. And as I tried to develop the main theme, because I felt early on, I was like, I think this is the direction that God wants me to go with it. But as I tried to develop that main theme over and over again, I kept hitting roadblock after roadblock. And I just didn't know where to go until Wednesday morning, at 4.30 in the morning, God wakes me up out of a sleep and he's like, I want you to pray. And I'm like, God, can we just do this just maybe like in an hour or two? <laughs> it's, just, it's just a bit early at 4.30. And I mean, I had been praying. It's not that I hadn't been praying. I'd been praying with the staff. I had been praying with my family, certainly praying on my own. And when God calls you to pray, even if it's at 4.30 in the morning, especially if it's at 4.30 in the morning, you pray. And so that's what I did. And between kind of dozing and praying by 6, 12 a.m., that's what the note on my phone said, 6, 12 a.m., I finally had clarity on where God wanted me to go with this message. However, I was still short in illustration. And I didn't ask God for an illustration. And an illustration is great because it helps sell the message. You guys kind of can anchor what I'm trying to tell you with that story. And you're like, oh, I get it. I did not ask for that from God, but he was like, you know what, Joel, you need an illustration for, for your message. So at 8.40 that morning, I'm driving to work and I pull over at Costco and I'm filling up with gas. And uh, I'm just, my tank is just about full. Like it's, the nozzle's just about to click off and I hear this bonk and I could have sworn I saw my vehicle shake a little bit. And I thought, well, that's really weird. Like, why would my vehicle break down when it's not even running and there's nobody even in it? That is weird. That would be a bad vehicle, right? So I'm like, well, I'm going to look around. See, I walk around the vehicle. Nothing's wrecked on it. The guy behind me is waiting for me to drive out. So I kind of look underneath quick. I can't see anything. So I get in the car and I drive. And immediately I hear this clunk, 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 clunk. Okay, something's wrong. 
So I pull my car off to the side, I get down on my hands and knees, and I do a more thorough inspection, and underneath the car, I look, and I can see that the bracket for the gas tank has fallen off my vehicle, and it's, it's kind of hanging and swinging on the end there, and I can see the bolts hanging off, and it's, it's bouncing off the drive shaft. And so I know I've got a problem. And the gas tank is now only held on by one bracket. So that's the end of my, my morning. I know I'm not heading into work. I'm heading into, a, you know, I'm heading into the mechanic. And so I call a tow truck and, and you know, I'm getting picked up at Costco right before Christmas. And everybody's like, what's wrong with that guy's piece of junk car, right? <laughs> As they tow me away. <laughs> and so I get to the mechanic shop and we drop the car off. And the mechanic gets the vehicle up in the air. And he shines his light under the vehicle. And that changed everything. The light changed everything. You know, I knew my car was broken. When I was on my hands and knees, I could see that the bracket was there, but I didn't realize how incredibly damaged the vehicle actually was. That bracket is attached to the frame of my vehicle. And when it broke off, it was so rusty, it took a chunk of the frame with it at the same time. And the mechanic says to me, like, like he was delivering bad news, like, like I was dying or something. He's like, I don't know how to tell you this. He's like, I can't fix your vehicle. And I'm like, excuse me. You are the people that we bring our vehicles to to fix them. It's kind of a bad business model if you say, I can't fix your vehicle, isn't it? So anyway, this vehicle's broken, and, and, and he doesn't know what to do to fix it, and so now we got to figure out what to do with this car. Anyway, totally unrelated note, we're thinking of selling one of our cars coming up here. I tell you that story because the light revealed that it was going to take more than a mechanic to fix that vehicle. The brokenness was more significant than I had realized. And, you know, I have been overwhelmed over the past three weeks as I've been working here. I've been overwhelmed at the level of brokenness that has come my way. I've seen people with some incredibly deep emotional pain and trauma in their past, so much so that it's keeping them from enjoying life right now. It's, it's dictating the course of how they, how they live life on this earth because of the things that have happened in their past. I've, I've come in contact with people who are, who are dealing with sickness and disease and even new diseases that have come up that is causing pain. Seen marital crisis, more than one over the past three weeks. Crippling anxiety in people. Uh, relationships breaking down between kids and their parents and things aren't going well. People with deep negative feelings towards other people and they just can't see the good side of life. Anger and even death. And that's just in the past three weeks here. And I work in a church. You would think we would be insulated from that kind of stuff here, but we're not. And I would imagine that if we took all the people in this room and we added to that list how incredibly broken it would seem. You know, we live brokenness in our lives like daily. This is how we live with brokenness. And as Pastor Dave was sharing with us a few minutes ago, there's even brokenness in the story of Jesus' birth. The story of Emmanuel, which is God with us. And so let me ask you a question. If God is so powerful, then shouldn't the story of, of God coming to earth and being with us, shouldn't that be a story without brokenness in it? Like, wouldn't that give us just a little bit of comfort if we knew that at least God could come down here and he could have a perfect run down the gauntlet of life without having to deal with brokenness? And yet the story of Jesus is full of brokenness. Jesus himself isn't broken in the story, and we know that. 
but everything else around him is broken. And that's actually what kind of gives us some comfort in reading this story. Not that God could come and he could have this perfect run as he went through life on earth, but that he could come down to earth and he could spend time with us and he can actually be with us in our brokenness. In the story of Jesus, folks, we are meant to see brokenness. We are meant to see what we see in there. The shepherds and the wise men, they come from this broken social status. And we see that in the story. We're meant to see that brokenness. The picture of the manger, that is a broken picture. That is not a bed for a baby. When my wife and I, when we had our kids, we, we, we had four kids and all of them, we had them in a hospital. We had a private room. We had a bathroom. We had a shower and some of the best medical care out there that we could, we could imagine just to spend that first few hours with our new baby. But Jesus didn't even have a bed. That's kind of like us putting our kid, our brand new baby, in a cardboard box. That's a picture of brokenness in the world. And the story of uh, Jesus and uh, Mary and Joseph reveals even more broken, brokenness than that. Because Mary and Joseph, when Mary becomes pregnant, she is not, she is not married and that would have been scandalous at that time. In that, in that culture, you did not get pregnant outside of wedlock. That is not how it worked. And so that is not a perfect scenario. And so there's even brokenness in that. And yet in the midst of all of this brokenness around Jesus, in the midst of the brokenness in our lives, this prophecy is fulfilled. And we see this prophecy in Isaiah verse 9 too. It says, the people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. Jesus is that light to the world. Jesus is that light in the darkness. He's the light that comes in and deals with us in our brokenness. And he shines his light upon us. And when he does that, he reveals something really amazing. When all we see is brokenness, Christ illuminates something so much more beautiful within each of us. And that is his eternal perspective on our lives. It is, he sees the course of our lives before, during, and after our brokenness. As a matter of fact, he sees it even beyond that. He sees, our, he sees our lives into eternity. His perspective is so much more than what we have. We don't think of it like that. Our view is like the here and the now, right? I'm broken and, and I, got a, I got a problem in my life and this is all we think about. But Christ comes along and he says, no. There's so much more than that, than just walking this earth. Our view is like the mechanic on my truck. Thank you for the illustration, Lord. It's broken, and we can't fix that, right? But then Christ comes, and he doesn't just shine his light on our brokenness and say, I'm sorry, I can't fix that. That's not what happens. He comes along, and he, he shines his light on us, and he reveals that there's so much more value, far more, much, far more value, that, and it outweighs the brokenness. His light reveals that there's beauty beyond what we can see in our brokenness that we see today as we sit here even now. You know, the shepherds, they were called upon in their brokenness to experience the light of Jesus, right? And we see this in this story of Jesus' birth. And when they responded to that light, there was beauty in their story afterwards. Were they shepherds after they met Jesus? Yeah, they were still shepherds. And were they still a part of this broken social structure, you know, where, where society viewed these shepherds as less than? Yeah, Actually, they were still there. That didn't change that just because they met Jesus. But when they met Jesus, something really cool happened in their eternal story. 
From their story, they went from being insignificant shepherds to eyewitnesses to the birth of Christ. They carry that forever with them. They, became, they went from insignificant shepherds to proclaimers of the word becoming flesh and dwelling among us. Before that, it was just prophecy and words on a page. But these guys got to see it with their own eyes. That changed the course of their eternal history. That's now on their record. That's a part of them. That's the beauty that Christ revealed in their story. When we meet Jesus, his light changes everything. When all we see is the deep emotional pains that we can't get by and it's dictating every moment of our life and we don't know how we're going to get past that, Christ looks at us and he sees freedom. He sees us in joy. He sees us experiencing love in our hearts again when we don't see it. When all we see is the marital breakdown. Christ doesn't look at us and just see the marital breakdown. He sees beyond that. He sees us experiencing deep and loving relationships again in his kingdom. And when our bodies break down and there's, there's disease and there's sickness, Christ sees us eternally healthy, working, dancing, worshiping God. And, and when all we see is death, Christ sees beyond the grave. Christ sees us Christ sees us in moments with him, spending time in conversation, or he sees us with those who have gone before us who know, who know him. Jesus shines his eternal light into our darkness, and in each of us, he reels, reveals so much more. He reveals that there's an incredible eternal value in all of us. You see, he reveals beauty amidst the brokenness of living this life. I'd like to invite the worship team to come up here, but in a minute, we are going to be singing a song. And this is a part of an Ellerslie Christmas tradition, and we're gonna be doing this by candlelight. And this is a picture of how Christ's light spreads in the world. As one candle lights another candle, and this room begins to glow, and there's more and more candles. This is a picture of what God's light looks like as it's shining in the world. And the more light that we experience, the more beautiful it becomes as we worship God in song. I wanna make a suggestion to you this afternoon. As you light your candle this afternoon and it's lit, would you allow that to be a symbol for you between you and God? A symbol of, of, of his light shining upon you and exposing not just brokenness, but the beauty that actually is within you that you maybe even don't even see right now. As that light is kind of cast on you, allow that to be God showing you that there's far more beauty than you even see. Beauty that he sees, but maybe you don't get right now. You have great value to God, more than you can see. So let's be like the shepherds. Let's be like the wise men. Let's, let's, let's give ourselves to that light, because that light, when we submit to it, will change everything about us.